When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to WrestleWolf, I am Dr. Damien Gibson and joining me as always is the man who only deals in kayfabe and nothing else. Stop asking, it's Sir Matthew. I'm going to uh, start running a bit, of a, um, a bit of an amnesia gimmick soon, like for a few weeks where I sort of forget who I am and, you know, pretend I'm different people, play different characters, that kind of stuff. Okay, all right. Okay, I shouldn't, well, you shouldn't say, say in advance got, that I'm going to um, have amnesia, but, you know. Who, well, I just found you in the WrestleWolf car park uh, and someone had obviously hit you with a car um, and you're okay, but you don't remember who you are. That's right. I'm. And then we also have to work out who it was oh, that yeah. <laughs> hit you with the car, which in a two-man <laughs> operation... <laughs> it's uh I think we're gonna come down <laughs> pretty hard on old Dr. Gibson. <laughs> it was you. You hit yourself with a card to give yourself amnesia so you get get away from this gimmick that you yeah, don't like. It's sad. Um Dynamite happened. Um I don't really have any AEW news. Nah. Um, do you no. have any anything? Were, I, I had a look, a bit of a look at, at Uncle Dave, uh, Uncle David, um, and he uh, mm-hmm. was pretty unexciting this week. There's, there's not much going on. Yeah, I think people like you get so used to. Um, and all the, again, all the news this week is coming out of Connecticut, <laughs> but you get so used to like all the salacious gossip and stuff coming out of one business, you know, like the Andrade mm. stuff that he dropped about Charlotte, which is just, I mean, Charlotte did come out the next day and go, yeah, the majority of what Andrade said was right, but I still work here. So relax. <laughs> um, but AEW, you just don't have that. You just don't have anyone, you know, like it's just it, it, the news report for AEW is boring because it seems to be a well-run company that looks after their people. Um, I have something completely unrelated to say. 
But instead of podcasting this, why don't we have a hotline that people can call and listen to it live, like in the 90s? <laughs> because um, those things cost like $3 yeah, a second. And we go for an hour. Yeah. Our, our, um, according to our statistics, our listeners are the richest wrestling fans in, in the world. <laughs> they can afford this. They want this. It's more exclusive if you have to call in and it's done live. I mean, the fact that most of our fans are overseas and uh, fans, most of the people listening are overseas and, uh, you know, doing so at their leisure. That is true. And, you know, what else are they yeah. doing at two in the morning? We're big in North America, America and Canada. Yep. That's sick. Uh, so, you know, if you're in Qu- Quebec, Quebec, uh, at 2 a.m. next Wednesday, call 1-800-WILD-HOGS. It's 1-800-WILD-HOGS to listen to our WCW show. Um, there's there's heaps we can talk about. Did you want to do you want to talk about the songs first, or do you want to save that for let's, later? We can we can we can we can save that. We can we can. Oh, should we? Yeah, let's save that. Let's let's come back to that. Oh right. fuck! Sorry, I just dropped something. Okay. Um, that's all Uh-oh. right. It's all right, people. Uh, as long as you drop it, like can we talk hot, about QT Marshall? Um, that's all. That's. Yeah, we get it out of the way. How great's QT Marshall? Are you now in on this this feud? Absolutely not. <laughs> I just said that just because I wanted to see your face. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. I am. Um, I'm probably being a little bit harsh on the Christian Kazarian thing, and I know a lot of people are very excited about mm. seeing those two wrestle because of their history and impact and blah 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 blah. Um. But anyway, we'll get to them mm. later. After that match and all of this QT palaver, we were at 52 minutes Ooh. into the episode. So, and talk about fucking nepotism taking up TV time. Like, unbelievable. The thing is, man, like, you know what? As soon as it happened, as soon as QT's little minions turned, I was like, do you not watch Dynamite? Cody and QT. I mean, this is exactly what fucking MJF did last week. And you, my friend, my little QT friend, are no MJF. Like, and then you had the inner circle MJF stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about in length at, you know, after this, straight after this, which also showed how terrible everyone involved in this angle is. We had like, I oh know it was Mox that was next. We had this QT shit that went for like 25 minutes and then we had Mox. Then we had the Inner Circle and uh, the Pinnacle and then someone else. I can't remember. Oh, Don Cullis mm. and the Matt promo. So it was like 25 minutes of just drudgery and shit and me re- legitimately getting the same feelings that I get when I watch Raw or SmackDown occasionally where I'm like, what is this? Why am I watching this? Why am I wasting my life? You know? <laughs> and then as soon as it was over... It was like bang, 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 bang. And I was like, oh, this is what I love about A. Like, this is so good. I mean, maybe that's why they put it in there. Maybe they're like, hey, look, we're doing so well that we can have 20 minutes of shit and it'll just elevate all of our good people. Yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? <laughs> is TK getting that 
full of himself? Is the Forbidden Door getting that full of himself that he's close, like, flying that close to the sun? This, <laughs> where he's like starting to do Vince McMahon. I mean, shit like this that? this nightmare family thing needs needs to stop. First of all, two. Two of the guys that turned that are now part of QT Marshall's faction, which is the most embarrassing thing imaginable. One's an Olympic bronze medal boxer who looked like a million bucks and the other's this giant wild man who looks sick. They shouldn't be tarnished with this awful uh, QT Marshall Cody Rhodes brush. Like, I think- You know what I actually Mm. thought? When because I thought the exact same thing, and I was like, if you just replace QT with Dustin, yeah, I'm in. Yes, I'm actually in. Like at first, I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck the Rhodes brothers mm. again, but they're brothers. They run the Nightmare Collective together. Blah 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 blah. You know, Dustin can wrestle and cut promos. <laughs> also, I, I'm not sure Cody Rhodes is who he thinks he is. Like Cody Rhodes, I think thinks of who is Cody. He thinks Rhodes of right himself now? as like that. You know, there was Bruno, there was Hogan, there was Austin, there was Rock, there was Cena. Now there's Cody. Like it's Cody does not elevate <laughs> anyone. Like it's it's not it's not that he doesn't elevate anyone. He doesn't just automatically elevate them by standing in the ring with him. Like Moxley sort of does, but not Cody's yet. not there. Like not very yet. good story. Uh, I think Cody has the ability. Mm. I think Cody absolutely has the ability. But, like, because we, I remember the first, when we first started doing this podcast, like, we would talk about Cody mm. in those terms. Like, oh, he's so good, isn't he? Like, he's so good and his, his promos are so good. But that was when he was essentially a singular mm. baby face. And maybe Dustin was around. I mean, he had MJF and stuff as well. But then, I mean, that was a They're story. They're about to. But there's just, I mean, there were 20 people at ringside, Matt. This, the Nightmare like, Family This was just so, it was so indulgent, you know. And it was like, who are these fucking people? I don't even know, you know. And this is the other problem with having like 112 hours of AEW promo, uh, programming mm. a week now as well that none of us can have the time to watch because we're too busy watching the worst war <laughs> of the year. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, you know, like now you've got uh, Elevation, Elevation and Dark, uh, you know, so all this shit happens on those shows. And so it gets to Dynamite and there's still this thing of like, well, you should know all, who all these people are. So I don't, I don't know who they are. I don't know why QT Marshall is on fucking Dynamite. I don't understand how everyone is just treating this like it's a normal thing. Am I going fucking well, mental? What is going we're, on? We're a few weeks from NXT going to uh, Tuesday nights. We won, guys. Well, we won. they've got to get QT Marshall off television before the audience, hopefully, you know, hopefully they're going to pick up another couple of hundred thousand people. Um, People are people that are like, oh, you know, I watched NXT on Wednesday nights. Now it's just, you know, now I'm going to try out this AEW thing. They might be WWE fans. If 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 they see the like people like QT Marshall on television, they're going to be like, this is bush league wrestling. I'm just going to have a night off. Like I'm going to rewatch Raw or something, or like talk to my family. Uh, Talk to myself. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I might go for a run. No, or I don't, don't think they're doing that, um, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. It's very important, guys. Um, yeah, I, I 100% agree. There are still, I mean, we talk, I feel like we talk about this a lot, especially in the last month or so, where there's these things that AEW does um, that make them seem second rate, makes them seem like a bingo hall promotion. You know, all the things that WWE throws at them, you know, or WWE marks throw at AEW, AEW aren't doing anything to help quell that notion you know and having brandon cutler qt marshall you know like it it oh god it just is so fucking frustrating and even you know i mean i know uh, you're a fan of frankie kazarian and i know and, and he can obviously wrestle he's not in the same he's not qt marshall i'm not putting yes. him on the no no adult, i, def- I like, definitely watched know, that match what? and i was like i think frankie kazarian's a really good wrestler but i was like if Christian's gimmick is going to be that he's this workhorse wrestler and he's going to have these long matches, uh, but also he's going to be a threat to, you know, Kenny Omega or whoever, he shouldn't be having 20 minutes with Frankie Kazarian. He should be beating Frankie Kazarian. Kazarian, no. Like, yeah, in five. Yeah. Like, uh, it just- I, I, I thought about this. I Obviously, you know, if we- sorry, I, I thought about this during that Frankie Kazarian-Christian match- AEW have never really had a great second week of a wrestler. Like, they've had a couple of really, you know, exciting debuts or whatever. Um, you know, Sting is the is the key, you know, obvious one for that one. But they, they, they take a long time to figure out what that wrestler is going to be on Dynamite. And I think part of it is that they don't have a proper creative structure, so they sort of you know, let the wrestlers find themselves. Like, you know, we saw it with Miro, we saw it with Sting, um, you know, who just wandered around for, you know, about six weeks doing nothing. And I think we're seeing it with Christian where I don't know if Christian's going to be a big star in AEW or not, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to be this character in six months. Uh, You know, just like Miro's not anymore and Sting's not anymore, sort of. you know, like it takes them a bit of time. Took them time with Kenny Omega. Uh, you know, it takes them time. Yeah. But it's probably a bit of a fault that they never really live up immediately to the potential of their signings. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's two things going on here. I mean, the QT Marshall Nightmare family is just shit yeah. and needs to yeah. go. Christian is not shit. Christian is great. Um, and my my thing with the Kazarian thing was like, look, I know these two are mates. I know these guys have got history from from TNA Impact. But again, as someone who didn't watch any of that, and th- I I feel like this would be the majority of people, right? None of that means but anything. Also- it, d- it doesn't mean anything. Frankie Kazarian is a guy who's in a tag team that, yes, is the number one ranked tag team in AEW at the moment. But, again, we don't see any of that. That'll happen. If you're only watching Dynamite, you haven't seen any of that. That's all on Dark and Elevation stuff. So, all of a sudden, Christian, who you were saying three weeks ago was the biggest signing in AEW history and mm. blah, 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 which I'm not denying that it's not a big signing all that kind of thing. But, that like, this is huge. This is amazing. We've got Christian Cage, guys. Christian <laughs> Cage is our new signing. 
and we're going to put him in his first match and it's going to be fucking huge against Frankie mm. Kazarian. You know, it's just like, why Why couldn't it be against Mox? Or, yeah, just someone you know it I mean? would be. Or, or maybe Mox is too someone much. Someone it would be you know, new like and exciting someone? to see, not just another old guy. Jungle oh, Boy. That, I mean, that's the call. It should have been yeah. Jungle Boy. I mean, it, like, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be a continuing storyline. It could just be a one-off match where the guys have a great match and Christian wins because he outworks someone who works mm. really well, like a Jungle Boy. You know, you Miro, know, like- there's people that he hasn't wrestled that we'll, we'll get at some Miro. point. Um, mm-hmm. Jungle Boy's probably the right uh, the right answer there. But also, like, we, did, we haven't really been introduced to Christian Cage. Uh, Christian hasn't been a television character for seven years and when he was, he was on a different show. Like, mm. th- they need to introduce yeah. him. Um, we need to know why he matters, what he's done, what he's going to yeah. do, uh, what his motivations are. Because um, right now his motivation just seems to be outwork everyone, which is a bad pun and also doesn't matter and isn't interesting. Um, we'll get there. Cause it's I, great, um, but- I was listening to, yeah. I was listening to a, it was weird. It was one of those moments where I was, I was listening to a movie podcast I like called The Action Boys. Uh, if you guys like um, funny dudes talking about old action movies, then you should check out their podcast. Anyway, uh, they were just, they go off on tangents like we do. And they were talking about, one of them was like, hey, I've been watching like a bunch of basketball on TNT at the moment. And they keep showing ads for the All Elite Wrestling. And he's like, and I'm so close to start like, to watching it because it brings back such nostalgia for WCW. Not really. Like, these guys aren't wrestling fans at all. That's really interesting. And so they just mentioned it, right? And I was like, oh, wow, it's so interesting mm. to get that, like, market <laughs> research. <laughs> like, uh, and then the other two guys were like, yeah, yeah, I've watched a bit of it. It's really fun because they they used to go to Gorilla Pro- uh, PWG. What was it? What's Gorilla? PWG, yeah. So those guys would go to that in LA or whatever. Um, but anyway, my point is if those guys just started watching mm. today and they hadn't watched the last and they and the last time they watched wrestling was when NWO the NWO existed, you know, they were they were NWO Wolfpack <laughs> fans, then they don't know they don't mm. know who Christian is. He's an old guy. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like who's this fucking handsome Silver Fox, creepy, who's creepy little bastard. wrestling this other guy who looks, yeah, relatively. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there needs to be just, and it doesn't have to be much. It just has to be like you know, Christian is a, a old time legend who has been out of wrestling for seven years, and um, you know, and I think like Jr. and Tony tried to do a little bit of that, but you you just have a promo that goes for a minute that introduces Christian yeah. and who he is, and you know, I just. I feel like there's too much uh, inside baseball stuff with AEW at the moment where it's like, you know, you have to be watching like seven different wrestling promotions at once. <laughs> like if you don't run your own wrestling network <laughs> of podcasts or YouTube shows, then you don't know everything that's going on. And even I have problems. Like I try and watch everything and I still have, I still yeah. miss shit. So if you're just a random person who's sitting down at TNT to watch this, Imagine watching the first 50 minutes of this episode. It would have been deeply confusing. You'd no, never watch again. Never. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you just turn it off. Let's, we need to get out of this doldrum. What do you think about the inner circle and the pinnacle? 
Um, oh, can I just say one Go more thing on. about the QT thing? Why Why is Red Velvet involved? It's <laughs> very strange, wasn't it? That was a very strange Red Velvet coming and saving Cody. Is she just playing Brandy? Now Brandy can't be involved. She's just- well, Brandy yeah. could have- <laughs> Well, because th- then she cuts a promo saying, Cody's my partner. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. So you are playing Brandy. Like you are just Brandy until and this then And then born. Jade Cargill just comes and trucks her. That was, Which was like she actually looked Jade. like she really did. Awesome. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was some <coughs> snug. There was some snug moments mm. in this uh, in this episode. Jay Cargill on Red Velvet, Miro on yes. uh, Orange Cassidy on mm. numerous occasions. <laughs> but we'll get we'll get to that. Um, the pinnacle inner circle thing. I actually popped when MJF opened the door and Chris yeah. and the boys were there. Uh, one, they looked staunch. Yeah. They look so fucking cool. Like even Chris, even seventy-five-year-old Chris, <laughs> looked like he could beat the shit yeah. out of someone. Uh, and then MJF played it perfectly as well. We've got to go. We're gonna go. What, what's going on? Was it? We're just gonna get out of here and then open the door. Even Jake Hager looked fucking strong in this man. Like I don't know what's going on with me. I'm starting to like Jake. Which underground's Jake Strong? Uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and he actually he worked pretty snug in in this. Uh, with MJF, you got to give it up to MJF, man. Like he, um, I mean, all the guys. Have you have you seen Dax's the photos yes. of Dax's head yeah. on social he, media? He was like prop. He looked like he was bleeding <laughs> to death. Yeah. Well, the when um when Santana hit him, there was a moment even on film you can see it where he goes the he stops for a second to. See if, like, because his first instinct is to see if he's all right and then remembers, oh, shit, cameras are rolling. I've got to just, you can actually see it in a slight second in the, when you watch it. It was an interesting, like, tale Um, of different beatdowns in a way. Like, the Santana Ortiz FTR, first of all, cannot wait for that match. That's going to be sick. Uh, Was, like, this hyper-violent, like, beat, like, brutal beatdown. And then uh, the MJF crew, MJF got his head th- put in a toilet. As, and as that was happening, I was like, like the toilet was <laughs> yeah. bubbling. He was piece of crap. You piece of crap. Get in the toilet. He was like piece of crap. obviously blowing bubbles in the toilet to make it like bubble. I was I was mm. watching this and I was like, yeah. <laughs> you could not pay me to do that. I would be like, no, I'm not. I'm not having my head put in this toilet. I don't care how clean it is. I don't know why. It just it really really yeah. yucked me out. It, uh, I, I literally made this sound afterwards. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, is this a little bit too early to be beating down the pinnacle? Um, but I guess it depends on what happens next week. The inner circle looked fucking cool as hell. Uh, yeah. I don't think it, because of the strength of the people in pinnacle, I don't think mm. it's going to, yeah, I don't think it'll detract from them at all. I mean, it is two weeks after they form, but you can't. I suppose the only other way you could book it is have Pinnacle going around just randomly mm. beating people up until the. Uh, but Sammy, there's so many matches that can come out of this. It, like, uh, if I was TK, I'd be like, yeah, let's just get fair. into it. Let's just well, start. The, the, you know, Sammy did a move that he might. We haven't seen him wrestle for a while, but it was like a backwards GTS. Uh, it was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sammy's going to have to work with Sean Spears. Well, there might be good matches just because. 
Sean Spears, I like, yeah, I mean, I'm more into Sean Spears in the pinnacle. Pinnacle Sean Spears is my favourite Sean Spears by a long way. <laughs> I thought you were a big chairman fan. I still can't get over that he has a nickname because he I hit don't... someone with a chair and it's just like, it's not like, you know, what board does he run? Oh, no, he's not. Like, he's not very smart. He just, like, hits someone and so he's the chairman. They're two separate words. It's not like chairman. It's not one word. He's the chairman. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's the chairman, like the booty man. <laughs> AEW does not have enough ass-related gimmicks, although they do have Billy Gunn, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I should be careful. Uh, I think that's why they're a quality product well, for the most is, part. Uh, is because they're not, yeah. Well, except, but of course, Billy Gunn's involved in the fucking QT Marshall <laughs> angle. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really loved all of this. I really loved all of it. I was so into it. Um, I just. It was, and it was such a like the Mox promo. So the after the QT thing, Mox did a promo where it was like, "I'm pissed off," and like pissed mm. off, angry John Moxley. This was a great promo. Yeah, it was so good, man. It was like, and genuinely, after the first fifty minutes of the episode, like I was starting to get in a bad mood. I was like, I don't, I could be watching fucking anything could be right watching now. Star Trek like, from I'd- the forty years ago. Could be watching Hostel Three. Hey, man, let's. Still the best one, William Shatner. William Shatner is a comedic genius. I mean, I will never not laugh at the original I've, Star, I've Star Trek series. I've never watched I mean, he's not he's not doing it on purpose, uh, but his, his performances are outrageously hilarious. Um, oh, we're, actually, we're sort of jumping around all over the place, but what did you think of um, the little Derby promo? I felt like uh, Werner would have... Yeah, I was. I thought this promo. was cool. I was happy to see like another weird fucking Derby uh, promo. It was weird that he had like a choke victim song in it, and I'm like, that's a that's a real like punk deep cut, like you know, a band that broke up yeah. before releasing the album that that song was on, their only album. Um, I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, I I like the the weird kind of shit that he does. I, I like it when it's weird. I, I think, like, he, him and Matt Hardy could actually have a bit of fun as much as I hate Matt Hardy. Mm, do you hate Matt Hardy, uh, like, be- is it uh, real heat or is it go away heat? I don't know. Some, it, it sort of swaps. It, it In AEW, it's mm. been go away heat almost exclusively. <laughs> I haven't hated big money, Matt. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a. I don't think that character's been. He okay. seems to have seventy-two storylines, and they always seem to be just like abandoned midway through. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I was quite happy that our Derby was mm, back. Agreed. This guy. Yeah, this is Wrestle yes, Wolf Derby. Show the Americans. <laughs> show the Americans what is wrong with them. <laughs> they only love the money. <laughs> And Darby doesn't care about money, <laughs> and Sting's just hanging around as well. Like, okay, I guess if we're gonna, if we, yeah, that was this, this, and Sting's who have, here. <laughs> who would have thought that Sting was gonna become the sort of like best friend to Darby <sighs> Allen character, and that was gonna be his AEW character? Yeah, he's he's kind of yeah, he's kind of the Robins as Darby Allen's yeah. Batman in a weird way. I mean, I. I it shouldn't work. The two of them just hanging around all the time, but it does for me. I'm, I'm, 
I'm actually all in on it. I really appreciate, you know, like Darby's made yeah, a this, friend. This 20 year old's really nice. friends with this 60 year old, <laughs> and it's kind of cool. They're like, we both paint our faces. Yeah, it Here's Robert Smith it, from The Cure. Yeah. He's the third <laughs> yeah, member of our team. They, they both, both love Bauhaus, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's. We reference a lot of German shit on this show. We do. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. I don't know if I like this. I, I like if they become a real tag team, like fine, that's okay. But there's a lot of tag teams and not a lot of uh, storylines. Um, I like Ethan Page. Mm. I hope Ethan Page. But once again, you know, Me too. he needs to. He needs the freedom to become whatever character he's going to become. Um, whatever. Like this does not excite me. It doesn't particularly depress me. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to see, I guess. Yeah, I. If, is it a angle where they end up breaking up and fighting against each other, which could result in some really mm. good wrestling? Um, yeah, I don't know. I did when I first saw it. I was like, uh, oh, like it kind of makes sense, but. But aren't both of these guys singles guys? Like, yeah, I mean, Ethan Page is a is a tag team specialist. I guess has been through his career, so it makes it makes sense that he would be in a tag team. I guess Scorpio Sky isn't in SCU anymore. I didn't know that was a formal thing, but anyway, that's okay. Um, hmm. yeah, I don't know. This it just didn't particularly excite me, but I don't know, and I don't know who it would excite. But uh, no, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll do good work together, and in three weeks' time, we're like, "Oh my god, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky." So yeah, well, that's that's it's true. But at the moment, I was like, and I guess the, the other short little promo um, was Britt Baker, which this was not a very exciting promo, but it's good. She's on good. TV, and she's the best. She's the biggest star in AEW in my mind, except for Reba, who's even better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love them mm. so much together. They work so well together. I love Reba's laughter. And I love like I love that this fucking like they're such bitches. Like they're so nasty. And uh and I <laughs> I love how like Brit is like, hey, you know what? You won the greatest women's match of all time, but guess what? It doesn't mean <laughs> shit because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's such it's a so good, good angle. I heard a few people sort of complaining that um, uh, I was um, Lance Storm was complaining that um, Britt Baker was the one being built up out of the unsanctioned the, the match that like it should have been Thunder Rosa coming out and and. You know, I mean, in old school booking, he's probably you can, right. You can- but Thunder Rose is doing it NWA power taping at the moment, so she can't be on Dynamite. So why wouldn't you have? And Prit Baker, you know, it, it's just making Thunder Rose's Thunder Rose's absence while Britt Baker's doing all these promos is great. Like she's the king of the castle because Thunder Rosa can't come back at her, so she can say whatever. Also, she wants. like. And get more and more heat every time she does. You know, you know, heels can lose and and build off that. Like it's in a like it makes perfect sense that she would be bragging 
about, you know, how great she is and all that kind of stuff, even though she's lost, that she hasn't just, you know. And also the one of the most famous uh, ma- matches of all time, like the Bret Hart-Steve Austin match didn't build Bret Hart, it built Steve Austin, built Steve mm. Austin, and he lost. Yeah, Stone like, it's yeah. it's just nonsense to say that there can only be one way to do this thing. And that's why Lance Storm is so successful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I disagreed with him as well. And, like, you know, if you've got, you know, if you've got someone who can fucking dunk from the three-throw line, three-free-throw line, then fucking give Britt the ball and let her fucking jam it into the hoop thing. I don't know if Lance realises. (laughs) I'm a big big basketball guy. (laughs) I'm a big basketball guy. I don't know if Lance realises that this is... Uh, professional wrestling is is not boxing. Like it's 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 storytelling, uh, and you know you can tell those stories in many different ways. As exciting as it is to like you know open a novel and be like, oh good, this is a crime book. I know exactly what's going to happen now. Sometimes it's good to uh you know mm. have things that subvert uh, your expectations and also just you know do interesting things, uh, which is what they're doing. Fuck you, Lance Storm. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I think to be fair to Landstorm, I think that's his gimmick. It's to be, be the first time he had a gimmick. Uh, what negative. Lance, uh, no, yeah. You're right, Landstorm can't get over. <laughs> to be uh, ne- well, I think Brian Alvarez wants to talk about AEW, but he needs to have someone uh, countering. It can't just be Brian Alvarez going, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> so they've got Landstorm on to be like, well, I don't know about this, and then Brian Alvarez goes well you're wrong um hey the don Callis matt mm. promo so good man don Callis is fucking don Callis great. is pretty fucking good <laughs> he's so fucking good the only thing that kind of distracted for me uh, distracted me a little bit in this promo was um yeah matt getting really angry it's like you don't have to I'm sure someone that's along the way has told them show, mm. don't tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't have to you don't have to show that much. You know what I mean? You can just yeah. Sorry, I just thought while you cut <laughs> exactly. the, while you cut your promo, I'll do what Matt Jackson would do under it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you could just stare at the guy. You know what I mean? Don Callis is doing all the work. Mm. He's obviously being a dick. So you just stand there staring at him. You don't you don't actually have to do it's overacting, which, oh, surprise, surprise, the Bucks are doing, Matt Jackson's just, doing overacting. I just liked that uh, Tom Callis is like, go away, Nick. The adults need to talk. And Dick's like, oh, you're a dick. All right, bye. It's like, <laughs> Whatever. It only would have been better if he, like, fucking clicked his heels and had little wheelies <laughs> in his shoes. <laughs> go sing in a rock band or whatever it is you do. Like, it was such a strange thing to say. I... <laughs> it was a strange burn, but, yes, but also great. He's exceptional. Uh. <laughs> um, what do you think is going on here with this? I don't want to. Yeah, the I, I don't know. I hope the Bucks aren't breaking up because I don't want to see single young Bucks. Um, and they're they're too good as a tag team. But I assume we're heading towards some kind of you know big blow up. Where you know Kenny can, I don't know. 
I don't know. I genuinely don't know where they're going with it, which is kind of exciting. I mean, Lance Storm must hate it. Yeah. But uh, he's sitting there going, (laughs) as he can't guess what they're going to do. Oh, God. I should never have told you about Lance Storm's hot take on (laughs) you've made an enemy for life, Lance. He's just. (laughs) Um, It's a weird pairing, the Bucks and John Moxley. It is. Don't you reckon? It feels a bit jarring. I'll for be me. interested to see. I mean, it. it makes sense in the sense of like the Bucks are faces and, you know, they're the three biggest faces in the promotion? Question mark. There's a there's a f- famous uh Young Bucks Kevin Steen match where Kevin Steen dressed up like the Young Bucks for the match. Uh Mox can't do that, <laughs> but Eddie Kingston could do that. And I hope that at some point that happens. (laughs) I want to see Eddie Kingston with, like, fucking tassels. I I miss uh, Eddie Kingston in this episode. But you know what I do love? That he got hurt and he's not on the show. It's it's great. It's so much better. Those those are, you know, pretty big details that will get forgotten a lot, um, especially, uh, you know, in New York. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I really like this. I'm... A little, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. But I feel like, I feel like Matt's going to join Kenny and the Good Brothers, and they're going to have like a Bullet yeah, Club. I think that's probably right. Or a, um, but anyway, um, what else happened? Oh, we had the Lucha Brother Lucha Bros, um, versus Kenny and the Good Brothers. That was the fine. Good Brothers. Match, which was yeah, I don't have a lot to say about it, but it was enjoyable. Just fine, yeah, like it you? was good. Like I don't have anything to say about it. I want to see, like, if they want to do a Lucha Brothers Laredo Kid three way match every single episode for twenty minutes, like, sick. I'm there to watch it. Penta says, yeah, I really like, uh, yeah, I really like this Lucha Brothers like mm. faction that's appeared in the last like two or three weeks. Um, yeah, and Alex. Doing Penta says <laughs> the way he says uh, it. I will never. <laughs> it's so, it's so like bully sidekick. Yeah. It's great. Even though they're kind of faces, there's, you can see them doing a heel term and and him being really <laughs> annoying with like Penta says you're the worst wrestler <laughs> in the world and we're gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> it's so good. Um, did you notice that? Uh, Winter Beach Mum was back this week on the commentary desk. <laughs> yes, I did, unfortunately. Just wear a suit, Tony. Wear a what suit. What happened? We had one week. We had one week where they were all dressed up and looked good, and then this week we're back to... Yeah. It, I'm... Jim. Jim's wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt. Tony's dressed up like fucking <sighs> your mum at the beach in July. So much. In the Southern Hemisphere. So much. But you know what I didn't hate? Your main event. Oh, well, I was just going to quickly, I just wanted to quickly talk about the women's match because Bunny wrestled. I thought you'd be super excited. I was happy to see the Bunny. She's great. Um, Yeah, this was was a good match. Uh, Ty Ty Conti seems, they seem to think she's going to be something. Um, Mm. You know. Well, she's she's pretty good in the ring. Um, She seems very likable. And she's also super hot. So... 
not to be too much of a douchebag about it, but she is. I mean, she's super attractive. So, like, it makes sense that they are pushing her, but it does feel like she's they're pushing pushing her as the next face. Yeah. I think I I yeah, I think she's really good. I think she's really exciting to watch. Um not that into I just don't want to I don't want to see Vicky Guerrero anymore. There were too many people at ringside yeah. in this match. And it didn't really need just let the it at all. Yeah, just let the women have their match, man. Like <laughs> it would have been a really good match anyway. There was just yeah, anyway. Um and why were the Dark Order out there? Because the yeah, Ty Conti She's in the Dark Order. With- She's yeah, in she the is. Dark Order. Oh. I thought just Anna Jay was and Ty Conti's best uh, friends with Anna Jay. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. They were there anyway. <laughs> well, you don't have nine hours a week <laughs> to watch all AEW programming right. to find out. Um, yeah, the main event was all right. Oh, is that really how you feel about this? <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved everything. Of course I did. It had everything that I well, loved let's, in it. Given that we've got the debut on television of Where Is My Mind as Orange Cassidy's theme, which is great, I was like, let's go through, let's choose five themes that you would like Tony to swap out with a new song. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go one for one? Um, yeah, all right. So I've got go some first. controversial ones. Uh, my my first is Hangman Page has a perfectly serviceable but boring theme. Uh, I was mm-hmm. thinking about a lot of cowboy music, and I was like, it's sort of weird. Like you can't really come out to Blaze Foley or John Preen or Towns Van Zandt or like sort of these, you know, sort of outlaw musicians that would be sort of perfect in some ways, but they're not really entrance music. Then I was like, why do we never mix genre? Like mix mix gender in songs. Like why can't a man come out to a woman singing a song if it's a sick song? Uh-huh. So I've got uh, Adam Page coming yep. out to uh, Nancy Sinatra's "These Boots Are Made for Walking." <laughs> I thought about "Bang Bang," but I was like, "Nah, it's a sick song." <laughs> yeah, you it's- ready this? <laughs> Start walking. <laughs> it's a Lee <laughs> Hazelwood <laughs> song. It's <laughs> a ripper. Uh, get him out there to it. Yeah. Well, this is just another piece of evidence in the long line of uh, evidence of you trying to undercut the future of AEW in <laughs> oh. Hangman Page. And I'm going to build him back up by giving him a song that he deserves. And the song is When the Man Comes to Town oh, by that is Cash. That is an exceptional call. That's a, that, There you go. That's a better call. <laughs> Uh, than what I have. I'm shocked. I am genuinely shocked. Uh, I don't even mean this as an insult. It's just perfect. Uh, I thought I was on onto a. I, I thought that uh, I would be king of this segment, given I had the segment idea. Um, and you've you're uh, this. That's a very very good call. Uh, that would be the perfect song. It would be totally badass. Uh, good job. You've you've won the first round of this. Uh, this matchup, uh, I've been drubbed. All right, well, let's go second. You go round. first. You're the winner. Oh, um, well, uh, FTR are my favourite tag mm. team in yep. uh, AEW, and we have teased mm. them a lot about mm. their entrance. Uh, and it's weird. It doesn't really make any sense. Their whole thing is that they're working class yep. dudes, right? Like they come in in a pickup truck. There's a lot of denim. 
they drink beers, blah, blah, blah. Now they're in Pinnacle, they're mm. sort of high-flying, blah, blah, blah. But let's say that they're not in Pinnacle anymore and it's just FTR. I think you have to give them the king of like blue-collar uh, singers. You have to give them a Bruce Springsteen song and they have to come out to Born Ooh, to Run. See, I think, I, to be honest, if I was going to go FTR, I would have gone uh, Fortunate Son by Credence. But- uh- Oh, fuck, um, that's really good. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with that. Uh, I uh, I really like uh, Big Swole's theme, but I like uh, Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott significantly more. And oh. I think it would be sick to see someone come out to that song. Uh, like, you know, the, the beat drops, who's that bitch? Uh, it would just be exceptional. <laughs> That's yeah, giving myself really that good. round just because I think you picked the second best uh, FTR possible song. Uh, mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this one once again. I've picked someone whose a song I actually don't hate that much, which is Darby Allen and his sort of like Roland S. Howard sound alike song. Now get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the with the full like you know you want to be an '80s goth. You've got head on by Jesus and Mary Chain. Like yeah, I think wow. that would be sick. Uh, you know, the way I feel tonight, I could die and I wouldn't mind. It's basically Darby Allen's character. Um, you know, the other option would be, you know, I'm sure he would want to come out to like Blink One Eight Two or something. But if anyone's coming out to Blink-182, it's Chuck <laughs> Taylor who can come out to, like, Boxcar Racer because he looks exactly like Tom DeLonge. But anyway, uh, your, your choice. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just uh, quickly scrambling here to get my next one. Sorry, just give me was one. It, was it Chuck Taylor to I Feel So by Boxcar Racer? No, no. No, it's um, someone who I think needs help. Uh, we're trying to get their character across someone who needs a um you you need to be interested when he comes to the to the to the ring and that man is Ooh. Kip Sabian I think Kip Sabian has a lot of potential um but he's kind of being just led around by Miro at the moment as far as how interested yep. we are in him he's english he's arrogant he's brash you need something that's going to like uh that's going to bring all of those elements of his character out immediately i'm going to give him what's the story morning glory i as you were saying that i was like he's going to pick an oasis song and i was trying to figure out which one (laughs) uh that's perfect that's that's really good um the other thing that i'm trying to do here with the songs is to have a sing-along element because when crowds are back, you know what I mean? And imagine Kip Sabian coming out, being the local, like, AEW go to London. He's the hometown hero. I know he's not, as good, like, from London, London. But anyway, he's uh, the hometown hero. He comes out. Bam, 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 bam. That crowd is going to go mental. It's worth buying an Oasis song just for that that's, pop. That's, <laughs> in, in that's, it's a, that's a pretty good one. All right, what do you got next? Um, hmm. Which one do I want to go with next? I'm gonna go. Um, uh, look, it's an obvious one. 
uh, and I've been saying it for ages. I'm going to go with uh, Thunderstruck for Thunder Rosa. Yep, great call. Uh, I I quite like her theme, uh, but I've I've agreed with you every time it's been mentioned. It's a great one. I've got a I've got Thunder Rosa's opponent, Britt Baker, whose theme I literally can't remember, despite the fact that she's my favorite wrestler in AEW. I've got a, a little uh little little deep cut, uh, Decepticon by La Tigre. I think having Kathleen Hanna, uh, you know, screaming, yeah, wow. uh, you know, sick punk. Uh, it's it's a massively catchy song, uh, and it would suit Brit being, you know, sort of a bit of a badass, and you know, not really giving a fuck about the other people in AEW and just thinking she's the best. It would be great. And uh, we're on our last one. Yeah. Well, uh, this is, um, I feel like this is very pertinent given what happened at the end of uh, this uh, this week's Dynamite. I'm going to go with Chris Statlander and I'm going to give her David Bowie Space What about Oddity. loving the alien? <laughs> Space Oddity is a significant we want to give. We want to give her a good song. Um, so, so I've got. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I love Bowie. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it's one of the worst. <laughs> Why don't we give her something off Glass Spider? <laughs> um, I think. Hang on, is loving the alien on Glass so, yes. Spider? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, a very, very bad album. Stuff just. Um, Kenny Omega's character is a delusional. You know what Bowie's? Uh, you know what Bowie's? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> or the only thing you could hear in Bowie's studio in the eighties is, should we put more saxophone <laughs> on it though? Maybe not the only sorry, thing. Maybe not the only thing. Kenny Omega's character is a dickhead eighties heel uh, who thinks he is the 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 best. Thinks he's the hero of the story, but he's 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 just a bit of a fuckwit. Um, I've got uh, Kenny Omega, the the clean, you know, North Carolina, and then it cuts to Far From Over by Frank Stallone. Oh my god! It would be. I actually thought you were going to say like Eye of the Tiger. I, I thought about <laughs> Eye of the Tiger, but I was gonna- like, the actual best one of version of this is Far From Over by Frank Stallone from Saturday Night Fever. It's one of the true. Re- Ridiculous jams. Uh, people would go apeshit. What? Who sings the? Uh, that's that's re- that's really good. Uh, the only other one I can think of for Kenny Omega is that. Um, who sings that? Like, You're the best around. Oh, no one's ever gone to let you down. What is, is that? I, ca- I can't. Who is that Frank Sinatra that? as well? Is it like Kenny? Is oh, that Kenny, Kenny Loggins or something? It's. I think it's Kenny Loggins. Frank actually. Sinatra. I said not Frank Stallone. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but that's from yeah. Rocky as well, isn't it? Maybe it is Frank Stallone. Do you think Frank Stallone Who is the knows? best singing Frank? There's no way of There's ever Frank knowing. Turner, hmm? Frank Sinatra, Frank Stallone. Yep. I think Frank Stallone's number yep. one. Uh, and then, you know, by a long way, then Frank Turner and then Frank Sinatra. And I guess, and, and <laughs> just, to, just to bring it back to where we're at, um, bring it back to where we're at, uh, Frank Black. From the Pixies, uh, yeah. Okay, let's. Qu- we got a quick. We got to get out of here, man. But where's the? Uh, this arcade match was excellent and a great way to end this feud. Um, the song sounded yeah. fucking great. It's worth every cent. TK, well done. And 
and uh, Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 coming out to that. Oh, sorry, from Angels and Airwaves. <laughs> um, Angels and Airwaves, yeah. Um, they, they've fucked around with the Jumbotron a little bit. It's a little mm. bit weirder as well, and I like that. It's great. Uh, Chris Stantlander's back, man. She's I really like her. You mentioned her. I love the fact you were, that she You came. couldn't remember her name, but you're like, the alien woman, she's got to come back soon. <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> she does have to come back soon. And she did. Well, yeah. Um, I'm not going to claim that as a prediction because I couldn't <laughs> remember her fucking name. But, uh, <laughs> but um, her jumping out of that the UFO uh, arcade machine was great. Uh, Miro being really unhinged and so close to being the Miro that we want him to be mm. is great. Um, Trent, Trent, Sue. When I saw the man, the I was just up. like, oh shit, this is the best. So good. Uh, it's so good. And they hold off, what they do really well is they hold off on things that you love long enough where you've forgotten about them and then. That's when they use them. And when they do that, AEW's at their best. The only person who didn't really get anything out of this is Kip Sabian. I'm actually starting to feel a bit sorry for him because he's just sort of being... I mean, I know he's main eventing Dynamite and stuff, but he, he I just don't think this is doing anything for him. I don't him feel sorry for him. He's married all, to Penelope Ford. He's okay. <laughs> he's doing all right. Um, I just sort of hope that he gets like a bit of an angle with Miro out of this not a long one maybe just a few weeks where they go back and forth and mirror then kills him um and then kills everyone and then goes after kenny omega it's yeah well we're gonna i think we're gonna get mirror versus sabian now you'd assume and uh i think so i think so but i feel like there's an orange cassidy mirror feud like a singles yeah. feud in the offing as well but well we need we um, need uh yeah i don't know I don't know what they're we doing. We need Orange Mira. Cassidy he on needs every to, episode. He needs now. to be killing people. Like Orange Cassidy with that song needs to be yeah. on every episode. Absolutely. And not on Elevation. Why are you debuting that stuff on Elevation, TK? God damn, no one's watching it. Although last time I checked on YouTube, like 450,000 people. Fuck, that's a lot of people. So. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of people. So maybe we're just wrong. Maybe people do like watching it on YouTube and they like Elevation and stuff, but God, yeah. I don't. It's, it's, but anyway, God, man, the first fifty minutes of like you couldn't get a more different first forty-five minutes compared to the rest yeah. of the show than this. Yeah, week. absolutely. Holy shit! So if you haven't watched it yet, guys, just fast forward to like the forty-nine minute mark and then watch the episode from there. And it's it is wrestling beauty. Mwah. The uh, yeah, let's let's get out of here, dude. I think we've. Yeah, you've got Sorry. things you got to do, and uh, you've got, I've got, you've got assignments yeah, you've got to, to work. So, yeah, I do. Um, thanks for your support, guys. Uh, I want to thank uh, Captivate FM, who are our new hosts. Um, like, uh, just we've moved across to them in the last couple of days, and they've been so supportive, so good. It's amazing what you can actually get done when you're working with people who who give a shit about you. So, thank you to them. Um, uh, you can support us by subscribing, rating, reviewing, five stars. Five star reviews is really what we're looking for. Um, uh, follow us on the socials. You'll see a lot more of us on the socials. Thanks to Captivate FM. Uh, but until next time, brother friends, Pepe is dead.